four, three, two, and one. Yo, what's good, meatheads? Hope you're having an amazing day. Welcome to another episode of the Meathead on the Mic podcast. It's your host, IFBB Pro Matt Butale, coming at you with another topic. All right, so today we will be talking about the fact that the scale doesn't really matter, or at least in, in this title, the scale is not the holy grail. It kind of rhymes, so I made that the title. Um, and, but, you know, everything surrounding that, right? So looking at looking for progress in the scale mainly um, and, and getting discouraged when you don't see that progress happen on the scale, right? So we're going to be shifting our mindset away from that and more towards looking in the mirror and things that we can actually see with our eyes, things that we can touch that are tangible, that can keep us motivated and, you know, not derail us from the success in our fitness journey, our fat loss journey, our body transformation journey. All right. So, uh, but before we dive in, um, I also, I would also like to let you know that you're welcome to join the Meathead Monsters Club. It's a free Facebook community where you get the opportunity to meet other meatheads like yourself online. All right. Also, don't forget to screenshot and share this podcast on your IG story to show support. And if you have any questions that you'd like to ask me, or if you'd like to just watch the live stream, tune in, you know, and actually get to engage with me um, behind the scenes, you can search for Matt Butale on Twitter, TikTok, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Also YouTube, if you want to check out my other content that I've got, which isn't really related to fitness, but it's recorded in the gym. So you, you do what you want with that, right? It's a little bit, you know, not safe for work and kind of savage, but you know, if you're into that type of shit, tune into it, you know what's happening. All right, folks. So it's time to dive into this uncomfortable uncomfortable conversation. All right, so we're going to break it down today. All right, so I noticed, not with not only with my clients, but with, like, other friends of mine um, in my life as well, that, um, you know, like, for some people, when they look at the scale, and they're always looking at the scale as, like, the main source of, or say, like, the main tool to, like, calculate the amount of progress that they've been able to make in a certain period of time, for some people, it deters them from pushing forward because again, they get so fixed fixed on like a number, like a weight that they want to achieve. And when they don't see the weight changes one week, like for example, they've been losing one pound or two pound every single week. Um, and then one week they gain a pound um, and, or two pounds or they don't get uh, lose any weight, right? And then they look at that and they get a little bit discouraged, right? It, it deters them from wanting to continue that fitness journey because I mean, look at the scale, bro. Like I've been fucking grinding and nothing's really changed or at least this week things are slowing down, or at least I'm, I'm reaching a plateau. And guys and girls, I'm not saying the scale itself is bad. It's a great tool to measure your progress. It's a great tool to, you know, amongst many other tools to have in your arsenal to essentially know where you're going with your journey, but it isn't the only tool and it is by far not the most important tool, okay? Weight loss, guys and girls, is not a linear a linear process. Your weight will spike and it will dip. Even when you're, you know, cutting your weight, uh, burning your fat, it will spike and it will dip. And it's natural. It doesn't mean that you're not doing things correctly. It means that's the way your body's operating. And if that happens, we'll say, if you can notice a pattern of your body continuing to spike instead of dipping when you're supposed to be dipping, of course, on your end, there, there might be something that's going wrong that you need to look in with yourself or with your coach if you have one. All right. So it's not a linear process. It's like ebbs and flows. It will spike. It will dip. But most people that have, you know, we'll say been around the block a couple of times and that are aware of, you know, how fat comes off of the body and that it's not just always going to come off every single week and that some weeks, you know, will be slower than others. Some will be faster than others. Those people typically don't get too bothered by the scale because they understand this. But again, this is targeted. This is you know, aimed at the people, this podcast today is aimed at the people that, you know, often feel that that 
gut-wrenching anxiety when they notice that they're not making a consistent, quote-unquote, uh, you know, decline in weight when they're burning fat or looking to, you know, transform their body. So uh, we're going to break that one with you. We're going to break that the ice for that one here today. Okay, so one thing that I want you guys and girls to do if you struggle with, you know, being consistent or if you get a little bit anxious or, you know, nervous when you see that you're not making as much progress on the scale is to just take a step back and ask yourself this, like, let's think about it. What motivated you, what motivated you to make the change in the first place? What motivated you to begin your fat loss journey? What motivated you to burn fat? What motivated you to want to change the way you look? Okay. Like what was the first thing for many people? That answer is their image. Okay. The image that they saw in the mirror, like their body, right? I mean, whether it was because you didn't, you know, like the way certain clothes fit on you or, you know, you just felt insecure about having love handles, man boobs, or whatever it is, your image was likely the main thing that made you want to burn fat or just go through a fitness transformation. Okay. Like, think about it. If I'm wrong, you can tell me. But for most people, you look in the mirror and say, fuck, I don't like the way I look today. I got to do something about it. It's not like you randomly woke up after years of not, you know, being physically active. You stepped on a scale and then said, fuck, this number is really high and I got to get down. I mean, for some people it could be. But for most of us, it's like, yo, I looked in the mirror and I remember looking at myself in the mirror fucking 10 years ago. I didn't look like this. And that's the main thing that gets you. Okay, you know what? It's time to smell the coffee. It's time to wake up. It's time to actually take responsibility for my actions and get in shape. You don't look at the scale and say, fuck, it's time to get in shape. You look in the mirror and say that. Does that make sense? So instead of looking at the scale and feeling down when you don't see the numbers, you know, essentially going down every single week or at least going down in the way that you would like to see them go down, look at the mirror. I promise there will always be something to look at in the mirror that will show you slight signs of progress, more signs of progress than the weight scale. And as I said earlier on, it's not the weight. It's not that the weight scale is bad. It's not that the weight scale is inaccurate. It's not that the weight scale is horrible. But for the people that feel deterred from continuing their fitness journey because they feel like they're not getting results based off of what the scale is telling them, I advise you to just take a step back and look in the mirror because maybe that's the variable. Maybe that's the tool that you should be using to measure your progress. Okay, not to say that again, not to, to, to rule out the scale. There, there is value there. Like metrics do matter, but they're not the only thing. If, for example, one week or sorry, you've been losing one pound, two pounds, you know, for three weeks in a row, like you've been doing fucking amazing. And then one, two weeks straight, you don't lose a single pound. But you notice in the mirror that, you know, you've lost a little bit of water weight or you notice in the mirror that you've like dropped significant amounts of fat in certain areas that were difficult for you to lose fat in. Right. So in a sense, your body composition improved because you weigh the same while having more muscle and less fat and water. Right. Like that's something you can look at in a positive light. It doesn't mean that just because the scale hasn't gone down, that doesn't mean that you haven't made progress. That doesn't mean that you aren't headed in the right direction. It means the like quite opposite, actually. All right. So keep that in mind. When in doubt, always look in the mirror because the mirror is going to show you things that the scale isn't. Shit, it's not, the, it's not that the skill isn't going to show it to you. It's that the skill can't, right? Use your eyes. What got you started in this journey in the first place? You looked in the mirror and said, fuck, <laughs> I want to change the way I look, right? So you can also look in the mirror while you're enduring that fitness transformation, that fitness journey, and look for, for signs of progress as well. 
Because let's face it, you can hit that goal number. You can hit that goal weight. But if the look, you know, if you look in the mirror and you just don't like the way it fucking looks, you're never going to be satisfied. Okay, and, and that's not to say that the mirror, I mean, it's not to say that you should always be chasing, you know, for something, you know, that's that's unrealistic. And we're going to dive a little bit into that in a bit. But I'm saying, what I am saying is you hitting a goal number on a scale is not the same feeling as you looking in the mirror and actually being proud of what the fuck you see. Does that make sense? In my opinion, for most people that get scared or anxious or or nervous looking at the scale, the mirror would be the number one thing that I tell them to look forward to when it comes to, you know, analyzing progress or like pictures, for example, you know, take a progress pictures. The mirror is a little bit easier, but, you know, progress pictures, visually looking at what the finished product or the product at the time looks like and then working based off of what you see there. Right. That's going to give you what you need when it comes to the motivation to continue with your fitness journey. All right. And also, um, I just talked about it briefly for a couple of seconds right now, but I'm going to dive into it fully right now. Uh, this one's super important. Um, guys and girls, for the love of God, do not marry a specific weight in your fitness journey. So what do I mean by marry a specific weight? So like, for example, maybe, uh, shit, I don't know. Um, you looked at some IG model or some celebrity for inspiration, which is completely fine. Like you can definitely do that. I actually encourage that. Like, you know, get sort of like a, a mindset as to what you want to look like or how far you want to go with this. There's nothing wrong with looking at idols, right? But this is one thing. So what I've noticed is that's okay. You can look at these these idols. It's fine. But what isn't okay is idolizing them to a point where like you want an identical body. Like you literally want to be a carbon copy of them. All right. Whether it's in weight, whether it's you know, their measurements for their arms or fuck for, for ladies, you know, their glutes, if you want to have the same type of ass or whatever is this other girl you saw on Instagram, like those could be, we'll say goals, I guess that you have, but they're not so realistic if you want to actually, you know, not even mimic it, if you literally want to be a carbon copy of it, right? So the good thing about it, like what's fine is being inspired, but it starts to become counterproductive when you want to be exactly like what you're seeing, because guys and girls, you've got to understand and I'm not the first person to tell you this, that the pictures that you're looking at don't represent that human being in their most authentic light. Most of these pictures, videos, images have CGI or edited or like, you know, Photoshop or whatever. So it's not authentic, first of all. OK, um, and and that's why I was saying. It's, it's it's not bad if you look at it for inspiration. But if you want to if you make that your goal, you're going to break your heart. Like, for example, for me, my inspiration is as silly as it sounds can come from anime characters. And no, they're not even real people. They're drawings. But that's what inspires me. It doesn't mean that I want to fucking, you know, create my muscles in a way where, like, I look like this anime character or this cartoon character. No. So you can definitely look at something and get inspired by it. But to want to become it is very mentally damaging. I would never, ever recommend anyone try to actually, you know, impersonate, or not even impersonate, but try to literally copy someone's physique because they like it so much. Because it's not possible. Like, Genetics are um, a huge role and they play a huge role in this as many as well as so many other things like the fact that 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 picture isn't legit. It's not real. It's fucking doctored. You know what I'm saying? So you can't put your mind in a frame where that seems attainable because you're just going to run yourself dry and honestly break your own heart, as I said. Right. So uh, guys and girls, you got to understand that. Okay. And also one thing that I want to tell you is and I was touching on it, I think yesterday on the podcast I dropped yesterday is 
body composition. Okay. Just because your friend, your neighbor, or this person that you like on Instagram looks fucking amazing at 150 pounds doesn't mean you will too. Okay. That's not how this works. And the reason why is because this person, neighbor, model, athlete, whoever it is, has a different body composition than you do. Right? That means they could have more muscle than fat and water on their body at 150. Or they could have more fat and water than muscle, look, you know, at 150 pounds, and their fat is placed in certain areas where it just seems, you know, more aesthetically uh, appealing, like women that, you know, have larger, large amount, large amounts of fat stored in their glute area. Right? Like, keep that, you know, like, think about that. Like, consider that for real. Body composition does matter. 150 pounds on me does not look like the same 150 pounds on like Conor McGregor or something like that. Body composition matters. So when you look at these like IG models and like, you know, uh, celebrities and you go, oh, wow, like they're 150 pounds. I want to be 150 pounds because they look fucking amazing at 150 pounds. That's not the way this works. Your equivalent to, we'll say, the amount of muscle that you're going to be carrying, the the amount of fat and water that you'll be carrying, it, it doesn't directly correspond to that one number of weight. It, it comes down to the amount of, as I said, muscle, fat, and water that you have, which is generally your composition. All right. So don't get too fixated on numbers because you're going to, you're not, it's just not, it's not feasible. Like you shouldn't do that. Right. I made that same mistake in the past too. Like I would look at some other um, bodybuilders and say on the stage, they look, you know, they're about 170 pounds and they look like this. So that means for me, I got to be 170 pounds to look like that. And it's just not the way it works. Human bodies are way more complex. Height is a factor. You have to uh, incorporate in this too as well, right? Not just the amount of muscle, fat, and water that they carry, but height, guys and girls, okay? So as I said, numbers aren't everything. Don't get too fixated on numbers. They're amazing. You know, you can definitely use it as a tool, but as the only tool and as the most important one, I beg to differ. The mirror is a little bit more valuable in my opinion because you can actually see the changes happening, Okay, without the numbers on the scale going down or going up, because again, as I said, transformation is not linear. You're going to dip, you're going to spike. It just fucking happens. Right. But one thing that will never lie is your eyes. So when you look in the mirror and say, well, I haven't dropped a single pound for the last two weeks, but I've noticed that I'm looking a little bit leaner. That's a pretty good indicator that your body composition is getting a lot better. Just because you don't see the weight go down on the scale doesn't mean nothing's fucking happening. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? All right. So, guys and girls, if you like this episode, share it out with a friend. I hope I was able to deliver a valuable experience to you today. Thank you so much for your precious time and attention. Also, if you'd like to join the Natural Nomad Academy and be a part of the Meathead Locker Room community, feel free to DM me and I'll see if you'll be a good fit. All right. Also, I won't be monetizing this podcast or putting any ads in it because I simply want you to get the value direct. All right. Don't forget to screenshot and share this podcast to your stories. It really, really would go a long way and help me. So if you're doing that, I appreciate you. If you're not, then, I mean, at least you're listening to this. So fucking tell a friend. Appreciate you. All right. You know what time it is. It's been nice chatting. Hope you like what today's topic was about. Natural IFBB Pro, Matt Butale, signing out. Boom.